Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. That's the second time it's gone off. They never go home, they never go home, they never go home, those, those, those boys. The second captain's world service. It is not war and death and famine, it's not that at all. It's the opposite of that, it's to persuade the world outside of that. That's why sport's important. Tiger is back everybody and he's feeling pretty pretty good about his chances of pulling off a Masters victory that would make even his 2019 comeback from spinal fusion surgery look like an understated win by comparison. Hey, Kieran. Uh, were you watching him yesterday, on A it's solid the- opening <laughs> round 71. And uh, it's, it's not even so much how he's playing, it's how he's carrying himself, how he's talking. He says afterwards that he's right where he needs to be. I mean, still four shots off the lead, but that's, in, in Tiger's world, that is right in contention. Mm. I mean... He can't bend down to read putts. He can't really walk. Yeah. I mean, I, I watched the, I watched like his first two shots yesterday. And I was like, if this guy goes around in level par, it's a miracle. It's, a, it's an actual miracle if he goes around in level par. And then, <laughs> and what, were, like, what was I watching yesterday? It was absolutely absurd. Completely and utterly absurd. It's his first tournament back since the car accident last year. And there was talk early in the week that this would be a game day decision. He was going to rock up to Augusta, practice and just test the, test everything out and see if he was up for playing the tournament come tea time on Thursday. But Maddie Clerkin was having none of that guff. The thing that we always sort of forget about Woods is that he's a ferocious drama queen and always has been. You know, all this kind of stuff, you know, how he spent his early life trying to uh, bubble himself off from the world around him. Like a lot of that was so performative, you know, and he always has been. He always has, you know, measured himself, not even really against Jack Nicholas or, or the gods of golf. He measure, has always measured himself against Jordan, against Ali, against the impact that these sort of transcendent crossover sports stars can have. That's what he's always going on about, you know, uh, or, or at least was in his at his peak, you know, about what an athlete he wanted to be and, you know, all the the sort of Navy SEAL training and all that sort of stuff. Like he's, he he, he has always been somebody who, <laughs> although he makes a big show of shunning the spotlight, he knows the spotlight. He knows how to do it. And like this carry on of its game day decision, 
He was all as soon as you're right. As soon as he was go taking Justin Thomas and his and Charlie his his son Charlie Woods his son up there last week for a practice round. Once he got around that and then came back. If 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 he had done that and then said no, I can't do it. Then fair enough. But once he came back a second time on Sunday, absolutely, of course he was playing. Mal also said there was absolutely no way Tiger could win. So. Let's just say, if you're hearing Maliki Clerken's voice again on the podcast next week, it will probably <laughs> indicate that Tiger Woods won the Masters. <laughs> uh, a great time tonight as well. His tea time is 20 to 7, unless that's changed in the meantime. It's certainly an evening time tea time, mm. which is apt on Friday night, which is perfect viewing, just to make sure, he, make sure he gets in there for the weekend. And then we'll see what happens. There's a yeah. big week of football as well as Tiger. Um, Burnley Everton was really the highlight in the second captain's universe over and above the Champions League. But there was lots to enjoy in the Champions league as well including the performance of Karim Benzema whose hat-trick had Jonathan Wilson musing about how different things could have been for Real if they'd gone all in on Benzema earlier in his career Yeah I mean imagine what they, they could have won if they hadn't wasted all that money and time on, on Ronaldo <laughs> um, who only won two league titles in his nine seasons at Real Madrid which yep. yeah, I, I, don't, yeah I, I still don't think he was great for them even if he did win four Champions Leagues uh, but yeah, Gareth Bale also so, won four times. Are you, so you genuinely think Her. that Ronaldo wasn't great for Real Madrid? Um, yeah, I mean, look, he, he, <laughs> it, in in some ways he was, but I I, I think that yeah, to only win two league titles in nine years with the money they spent. Any, can you think of any reasons for that that may not, may have been playing for Barcelona at the time? Well, yeah, look, I mean, they, they were against one of the great teams in the world, certainly yeah. in the early part of that that, that period. Yes, but. Yeah. Yeah, two in nine is not good. But let's not gloss over the four Champions Leagues that you mentioned there and all the individual accolades that he won while he was there. Yeah, I don't think we should gloss over those either, Owen, actually. And then look, he, he clearly is a great player. I just think that, you know, imagine if they'd had Bale and Benzema together and now not the other bloke getting in the way. Bale. Do you know that Ronaldo scored more goals with his left foot than Bale? Good. I mean, he doesn't do anything else, does he? <laughs> I think we're all Bale agreed. plays about three games a season these days. I mean, how, how many... Yeah, how many 20-foot putts has Ronaldo sunk in that time? I've got to say, I'm, I'm not with Jonathan Wilson on this. I, li- I like him. He thinks cogently, yeah, he, he writes fluently. Yeah, he, does. he, does, he does. He does both of those things. But but. I, do, I do think you have to accept that Cristiano Ronaldo at his peak was very, very good for Real Madrid. Listen, on, you know, there can exist in the world a divergence of opinions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's... That's what the second captain serv- world service is all about. On, uh, you know, diverging opinions coming together in a uh, cordial, or in your case, sneery and sarcastic fashion. There, in that clip that we <laughs> just played, uh, you know, just to thrash out the major issues. I it. don't sneer. No, it was more myself and Ken were kind of shocked because mm. you know we know some of Jonathan's thoughts on. You know, he's he's not afraid to say, say that Leo Messi, for example, is not going to improve Paris Saint Germain. He's not afraid to obviously say things about Cristiano Ronaldo that mm. Ronaldo lovers wouldn't, Listen. wouldn't like. But that that particular one just kind of shocked myself and Ken at the same time. No. Uh, you, so you, were, you chortled at him last August when he said that uh, PSG are less likely to win the Champions League with Leo Messi. It turns out he was absolutely correct. Perhaps emboldened by the positive response to him calling <laughs> it so early in August. Maybe he's just, you know. He's, he's just rolling with it now, you know. We obviously had all the Champions League coverage this week and we'll do again throughout the, the rest of the knockout stages, which never fail to give us stuff to talk about on the World Service. I'll, I'll give it that. And today, the podcast is already out, it tells me here, Murph. I haven't even heard this one yet. 
because it's a Kennedy political podcast. Mm. Ken spoke to Oliver Bullo about his new book, Butler to the World, How Britain Became the Servant of Tycoons, Tax Dodgers, Kleptocrats and Criminals. The question being asked, obviously this is a very, very relevant conversation at the moment. And the question being asked, why is Britain the number one destination for the international rich looking to salt away ill-gotten gains? This was a conversation full of surprises. You know, everything is available and for sale in Britain. It's it's yeah. on a, it's on just a vastly different scale to to what's available anywhere else. I mean, the only rival is the United States, and the great difference in the United States is that they have law enforcement agencies that will actually prosecute people for breaking. This was a the thing, thing that that kept surprising me as I read the book, like how much less corrupt America seems to be, which is not something I necessarily would have expected you know i mean it's not like anyone america's going to yield to anyone in the you know when questions of greed or or you know are there money is there money to be made here but they do seem to actually take law breaking a lot more seriously there than than in the uk yeah i mean they do you know obviously you know no one's going to argue that america's perfect i mean if you look at the the amount of money that flows into politics there and so on that they clearly have different issues which which require addressing but in in this question in terms of you know financial crime financial skullduggery they do investigate it, they do take it seriously, and they prosecute it, and they prosecute it hard. You know, if you look at these these fines that some of the banks have had to pay, um, you know, a billion billion dollar fine, $1.9 billion fine, you know, colossal fines. There's never anything like that in the UK. You know, when people get sent to prison in America for white-collar offences, they can get really sizable prison terms. Yeah, that never, nothing like that ever happens here. That uh, podcast, John, actually also includes... Um uh, discussion between myself and Ken about why if you're going to have a butler it simply has to be an English butler so there's there's really a lot oh, for you to get stuck right. in there's really a lot for you to get stuck into in today's so podcast so butler to the world you, you talked about the, the fine tradition yeah, of, of butlering British of the butler oh yeah. butlering yeah I mean it is a, it's, some say it's a dying art well I suppose it depends on your your circumstances <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. but there you go mm. thanks Murph thank you Owen I oh, sh- I forgot to tell you. Yeah, you should tell up. people. I mean, this is yeah. the whole idea of the promo. I mean, sure, we could just, you know, assail them with uh, Bon Mot from the week. But I mean, you know, there's no <laughs> such thing as a free podcast, is there? Yeah, maybe Secondcaptains.com, five euro a month plus VAT if you want to sign up and become a member of the World Service and hear all of these interviews in full. Now, thank you, Carol. Thank you, Owen. It's the opposite of that, it's the persuaders of the world outside of that. That's why sport's important.